February 2nd, and this is your daily brief in science. Here's everything you need to know. The International Agency for Research on Cancer, or IARC, has delivered a sobering update on the global state of cancer, reporting 20 million new cases and 9.7 million deaths in 2022 alone. Looking ahead, the World Health Organization, or WHO, projects a staggering 77% increase in global cancer cases by 2050. This surge is attributed to key factors such as smoking, alcohol consumption, obesity, and air pollution, which disproportionately affect underserved populations around the world. The report sheds light on the stark disparities in cancer treatment outcomes between high-income and low-income countries, particularly Countries with Low and Medium Human Development Index, or HDI, are expected to see the most significant proportional increase in cancer incidence. This underscores an urgent need for global action to address these inequalities and improve access to cancer care in low-resource settings. The most affected areas include the lungs, breasts, colon, prostate, and stomach, with lung cancer being the deadliest. This highlights the critical need for concerted efforts to reduce the impact of preventable risk factors and to address the high mortality rates associated with certain types of cancer. In response to these findings, leaders in the field are calling for a strong political will to prioritize cancer care, alongside swift and comprehensive action to tackle the root causes of cancer and reduce its global burden. The emphasis is on the necessity to bridge the gap in cancer care and to ensure that efforts to combat cancer reach those most in need. The Robert Koch Institute, Germany's public health authority, has reported a significant uptick in flu activity across the country. In a single week, there were 25,000 new flu cases, contributing to a total of approximately 69,000 confirmed cases since the onset of the flu season in October. This surge in flu cases comes at a time when the health system is also navigating the complexities of COVID-19, with the report highlighting a particular concern for older adults. Both influenza and COVID-19 pose a heightened risk of severe illness in this demographic, underscoring the need for continued vigilance. In addition to the flu, there's been a noticeable increase in acute respiratory illnesses among schoolchildren, especially those aged 5 to 14. This rise is part of a broader trend that has seen the overall number of acute respiratory illnesses in Germany reach about 6.1 million, a figure that mirrors pre-pandemic levels. The health landscape is further complicated by a wave of respiratory syncytial virus, or RSV, infections, though it's worth noting that the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases is on the decline. The Robert Koch Institute is emphasizing the importance of closely monitoring these developments, the increasing burden of respiratory illnesses, including flu, RSV, and COVID-19, presents a complex challenge for the public health system. The Institute's report serves as a call to action, urging for a robust response to mitigate the impact of these diseases on the population. A groundbreaking study from Stanford University has shed light on why women are more susceptible to autoimmune diseases than men. The research pinpointed a molecular coding on half of a woman's X chromosomes, comprised of RNA and proteins, as a key factor. This coding is crucial in the process known as X chromosome inactivation, which has now been linked to triggering a heightened immune response. 
This heightened immune response is believed to elevate the risk of developing autoimmune disorders, which disproportionately affect women, accounting for about 80% of cases. The implications of this discovery are significant, offering new avenues for diagnostics and treatment. By understanding the role of the X chromosome's molecular coding in autoimmune diseases, scientists can explore new diagnostic methods and therapeutic interventions. This could potentially interrupt the autoimmune process, leading to better disease management and monitoring. Ultimately, the findings from Stanford University not only deepen our understanding of the biological underpinnings of autoimmune diseases, but also open the door to improved outcomes for millions of affected women worldwide. A recent study conducted by the University of Cordoba has taken a deep dive into the world of house cats, surveying over 816 cat owners to shed light on feline behavior. The findings reveal that cats typically display curiosity, enjoy being petted, and communicate their desire to move to different locations through meowing. This research has pinpointed several factors that influence cat behavior, including breed, the age at which the cat was acquired, the amount of time they spend alone, the presence of other pets, and the experience level of the owner. The insights gained from this study are not just academic, they're practical, aimed at helping both current and prospective cat owners understand what makes their furry friends tick. One of the more concerning revelations from the study is that behavioral issues are a leading reason cats are given up to shelters. Interestingly, the study suggests that cats living in homes with dogs may exhibit fewer behavioral problems. However, the researchers have been transparent about the limitations of their study, acknowledging potential biases in owner responses and an overrepresentation of neutered cats and those living in multi-cat households. Despite these limitations, the study's overarching goal is clear, to provide valuable insights into cat behavior and the factors that influence it in hopes of reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters each year. Japan's space exploration efforts faced a setback as the Smart Lander for Investigating Moon, or SLIM, entered a two-week hibernation after losing power for the second time. This incident occurred despite the lander's initial success, having landed on the moon on January 19th and achieving a remarkably precise landing, just 55 meters from its intended target. This precision showcases the advanced technology that could be pivotal for future missions. However, SLIM was not designed to endure the extreme cold of lunar nights, leading to its current inactive state. The Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency, or JAXA, remains hopeful, planning to reactivate the lander in mid-February when conditions become favorable. This challenge comes amidst a broader context of lunar exploration difficulties faced by various space agencies and private companies. Notably, Japan has become the fifth nation to successfully land a spacecraft on the moon, a significant achievement that underscores the country's progress in space exploration, despite a previous failure by a private mission. Recent developments in the space sector, including a fuel leak in U.S. firm Astrobotics Lunar Lander and NASA's postponed plans for crewed lunar missions, highlight the technological hurdles in reaching and exploring the moon. Meanwhile, the Indian Space Agency has advanced its lunar exploration efforts, successfully landing near the lunar south pole and launching a spacecraft to study the sun. These endeavors are part of a global race to explore and establish a presence on the moon, involving countries and private entities alike. 
This has been your daily brief in science. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. We'll be back Monday with everything you need to know.